that's where I think Mo Williams is the greatest Cleveland Cavalier yeah. of all time. Yeah. No, I can see that. Oh. Hey. Oh, hey. Oh. Hey, look, we, we can see Hey, ya. didn't see you there because this is sort of a like auditory. An auditory This format. is sounds, so we didn't see you. This is sounds. This is also cold takes. Welcome. Welcome. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Ryan McCullough. Welcome to Cold Takes. I am alongside today, Dante Edwards. What time is it? Game time. Game time. Um, it is just the two of us in here today. No Tim in the stew. No Tim. Tim is actually hooping. Tim is um, hooping. And Tim is a busy man. He's hard to get a track of. Hard to get a track of. Um, <laughs> One thing that's tough about Tim, it's getting a track of him. Just getting a track of him. Man, it's so hard. <laughs> Whatever that could mean. Um, I actually have had to keep a track, two tracks on him. And Crazy. I can't keep either. Can't keep either. That seems like probably harder than one. Yeah. So that might that might have been one hundred percent harder. Maybe. Yeah. Right. That's the math. Mathematically, yes. Um. Yeah. Well, today might be a little bit of a shorter pod, but we'll see as hey, we also might not be. Also might not be. Me and Dante can talk. We we can chat. We got some interesting topics about which some to chat. Interesting topics. And Dante's wearing a basketball jersey that just says Christians Home on team. it. And, um, <laughs> oh, well, that's going to sound like a crazy person through that. But it's in Cleveland Cavaliers font, like mid-2000s <laughs> Yes, Cavs. it is. Yeah, um, it is. It's and got that big sharp C. The, the thing is, is that it has a patch that says ICSGA. And ICSGA was independent Christian schools of Georgia and Alabama. It is what my private school used to play in. Um, it's where it's below GISA. GISA is where the good private schools play. ICSGA is where the bad ones played. Um, probably a lot of ICSGA kids at by kids I mean students at TFC. Um, probably shouldn't the, have called them bad. Right the off thing the, is, well, yeah. I lumped myself in there, so uh, yeah, okay. I guess I have a little bit of a pass. Okay. Um, the thing is, is that the jersey with the ICSGA patch saying Christians on it, I think it was used for an All Star game. And both teams' jerseys must have said Christians, and there was just a black and white team, and they played each other, but they were both called the Christians because that was just the way of That's uniting. Just what it is. So that is the most interesting thing that happened to me today, I think. Well, That's really interesting. Mm-hmm. I watched that's a World War II documentary top for tier. class, too. Ooh, and that wasn't the most interesting thing that's That was happened? pretty interesting. That should be right up there, yeah. Yeah, but your ICSGA Christians basketball jersey <laughs> is a, a close second. <laughs> Under, yeah, as it should be. Um, Riley, I'd like to talk about my week. Yeah. Um, this week, and I, need, I, I can't stress enough how much I'm not exaggerating when I say this. Every basketball prediction I've made this week has been wrong. Oh, no. Every single one. The ones that I've made publicly, the ones that I've made just me and God, wrong. All of them. All of them. Um, uh, give them to me. First and foremost, I predicted that Gonzaga would beat Baylor in the national championship. You did, and you made a basketball shot on it. I, I, made a sh- I put my game it. on it. And maybe that's what it. happened. Maybe that's what happened. Um... Gonzaga did, in fact, lose to Baylor. Perfect season was not to be. Um, 86 to 70, the Baylor gentlemen defeated Bears. the Bears. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the Baylor gentlemen. The Baylor gentlemen defeat the Gonzaga fellas. Um, honestly, what was so confusing about this game was the fact that 
Gonzaga not once seemed like they were playing a championship game. They they came out of the gates and they looked like their locker room speech was like, hey guys, let's go play a college basketball game. And they were like, okay. Whereas Baylor came out looking to win a title. From the first three minutes, Baylor jumped all over them. They did. Worked like harder. a bunch of bears. Like a, like a whole collection of bears. What is a group of bears called? No, we can't. A gaggle? You keep going. <laughs> like a whole gaggle of bears. Like a whole gaggle of bears. Let's find out. Um, yeah, they were first to the floor. The defensive intensity was high. They were making threes. It just... It just... There was no chance for Gonzaga. Which was sad for me because... Um, my bracket was pretty. The only the only correct part about about my bracket was the championship game, in which I had Gonzaga winning. Turns out that wasn't correct. So that was my first incorrect. Did you have Baylor in it as well? I did have Baylor. Yeah. Oh, okay. So Gonzaga versus Baylor. You got so that correct. was right. Yeah. Okay. And I think then, you're saying like it was correct that I had ba- I had Gonzaga there, and I was like, okay. I mean, yeah. I guess you kept that, but yeah. But no, it it didn't serve me at all. Um, a group of bears is called a sleuth. Or a sloth. A sloth? Or a or better, a sloth of bears. A sloth of bears, which is just that's, two animals. Th- yeah, that's an animal of another animal. That is via <clears throat> yellowstonebearworld.com. Seems credible. I do love the I mean, sound of the word sleuth. Sleuth. You say it now, say it. Sleuth. Sleuth. It's it just has a good like mouthfeel. If it's you, just a nice, <laughs> it's just a nice. It's just word. a mouthy word. It's just a you really got to put your mouth into it. Yeah. You were. Uh, I'm. I mean to cut you off. So. What, what what were you saying? What's that? What what was it that you were saying? Because I didn't. I I started talking and you were in the middle of saying something. I don't so remember you, saying something. No, you go. Uh, go ahead and. What Go are ahead your, what and are your thoughts. What's my my thought? Yeah, I didn't have any. Um, it's a good word. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts about the uh, kind of the the game? The game. Yeah. <laughs> um, basketball game. Hey, That's listen. I was gonna pick Gonzaga because I I just was so hyped after that UCLA game. Jalen Suggs. Jalen Suggs doing the thing. What I mean, it was crazy. I, I want to back up to that game for a second. Let's First of all, the last 10 minutes, ugh, just amazing. Like, that is what we watch basketball for. It was that. just back and forth, competitive, punches thrown, punches received. Punches thrown, received. Just good basketball. Punched, received, um, if you will. If you want to keep going with the analogy, like, for 10 minutes straight. Um, but, I mean, seriously, um, Juzang... Right? Yeah. yeah. Juzang and the other UCLA guy. Um, the short well, one with the dreads? The one, his tiger. His name was Tiger with a Y. Um, I know who you're talking about, but I don't remember his last name. And then there was another guy. Anyways, um, <laughs> it was weird. It was weird, too. Like, that's kind of the point with Gonzaga or with UCLA was how I just delivered that uh, was that they were a bunch of guys. Like, UCLA is a big basketball school and it has, like, a lot of history and also, like, some big names lately have gone there, um, especially a lot of those guys from, like, Sierra Canyon. 
in Bronnie James's school. True. And I wonder if Bronnie James will go there or Ooh. if the draft order should be open by then. But Ooh. Ooh. Um, how old is he now? 16, 17? Bronnie? He's got to be 17 Right there. Got to be close. Um, but that game, the biggest play in that game to me, I mean, obviously besides Jalen Suggs' game winner, was Drew Timmy's charge take with, um, like, a second left in regulation. He had four fouls. If he got another foul, then he was going to foul out of the game and popped up right above the restricted area and was set for, like, precisely a second. Like, just enough time for it to be like, mm, not a block. No, that was a charge. Yeah, he was there. Um, and it was just, like, art. Like, oh, it was beautiful. The defense was stellar in that play. Yes. Just good. And then he came out. Drew Timmy came out and scored, like, seven points to start off overtime. 25 total. Um, Golly. And then, you know, all this stuff happened. Also, that overtime was great. Juzang was just being crazy. 29 total. Um, That's a lot. That's a lot of points. That's a lot. That's a sleuth of points. That is a sleuth of points. It's a whole sleuth. Twiger Campbell had seven assists and 17 points, which one could also consider a sleuth of assists. Yeah, you could. You could. The game was, it was just, what... What's hard is finding the words to express how just solid it was. Death semi final. Yeah, UCLA yeah. versus Gonzaga, game mm-hmm. of the tournament, I think. It was just, just great basketball, back and forth, fundamentally sound defense, exciting offense, high scoring affair. It ended with a heave, half court buzzer beater to end the game. Bank. If you were to like describe your ideal basketball game, it's this. It is that. This is this is what it is. And we just got all of it. It was just handed to us by God. Yeah. So let's all let's all say thank you, God. Yeah, so let's praise God. Thank you in this moment. Well, thank you, God. Dear Lord. Um no, I'm just kidding. We're that we're not that kind of podcast. Not that we're not. I mean like it's inspired. Christian, we're Christians. We're both, a, we both have the jerseys in our souls. It's a Christian basketball podcast. It's a Christian Your average basketball podcast. Two Christian brothers in faith, three Christian brothers in faith normally, just discussing hoops. Just discussing basketball. Community. For which we thank God, because what a sport that is. Because what a stinking sport. Um, yeah. Yeah. Moving on to the championship. Um, snooze fest. Golly. Baylor came out of the gates, uh, oh, out of the gates so strong. Here's why I picked Baylor. We'll go back to this. I know I'm just hopping around, but semifinal, UCLA, great run, but a team that struggled in the Pac-12 all year, um, and like played good. I think they did well in the Pac-12 tournament. Maybe I think so. Um, maybe that's why they I got think in they the tournament. Did okay. Yeah. Um, maybe they won it. They were one of the last four in. Who won the Pac-12 tournament? <laughs> Who knows? Let's see. Um, they did have to play to get into the tournament. So, like, good team. I'm not saying – I mean, March it's crazy. But Gonzaga beat them on a buzzer beater in overtime. Baylor beat Houston handily. Like, made Houston look like some boys. And Houston is a good basketball program. Um, and they have a great coach. And they're going to be good again by Slam and Jam in part two. Um, we'll see. I mean, they weren't like a bunch – they don't have Clyde Drexler and Hakeem Olajuwon. But no, but – Yes. They have Hakeem Elijah one? No. When they were fly, fly Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It was Hakeem. Yeah. Okay. I was making sure it wasn't Dikembe Mutombo. 
No, it was cute. I get them mixed up because I never saw either of them play. They have incredibly different games. Hmm. Incredibly. You know who's underrated in NBA history? Hakeem Olajuwon? Hakeem Olajuwon. What did he play? What position did he play? Center. Okay, I, was, I thought he was big man. They were both big men, weren't they? Both big men. Okay. Um, Dikembe, Dikembe was, was like swatter defense. He man. was defense. He yes. was defense itself. And Hakeem was dream shake? Hakeem was dream shake, okay. but he was also really, really good at defense. He was a high-level two-way player, and you just don't see that very often. Did he play in the Hawks at all? Or did Dikembe, Dikembe did? did. Mm-hmm. Here's how you see where I'm mixing them up. And anyone who plays on the Rockets and the Hawks, I just, it's gone for me. There's something about that. Joe Johnson, feelings, thoughts? Jason Terry? I'm, I'm feeling neutral to both of those names. Uh, Lou Williams. Oh, feeling positive. I'm feeling positive to Joe Johnson, I guess. But it's more of a, I think it's like the 90s uniforms. How I feel like oh, the Rockets, yeah, and and the Rockets honestly probably had some purple incorporated at that point, right? They, Barely. They had some like blue. It was like a dark. It was blue, yeah. You're yeah, right. it was like a navy blue. Back when we were going stripes. to the moon and such, because the yeah. moon's blue, you know. Right. Because once we... in a blue moon. <laughs> I did not make that connection, but I'm I'm glad you did. <laughs> I'm glad that joke was well-received. It was so well-received <laughs> and unexpected. Anyway, NCAA tournament. Yeah, golly, how do we do that? Um, I honestly fell asleep in the second half. I fell asleep for about seven minutes of game time. Um, and I woke up, and I was like, I'm watching this because I'm supposed to. And then um, I wonder if professional podcasters ever say that. Like, I'm watching this because I'm supposed like, to. Like, they say that to themselves of like, oh, man, like, Gotta watch this game, make sure nothing interesting happens. Anyways, yeah, that seems like something. That seems like how it is. Yeah, they just be watching basketball. Like, I mean, what if something happens and I just... Well, I mean, I guess that's what social media is for. That is for that's for me what social media is for. Yeah, is like yeah, I had homework. I can't watch basketball tonight. But well, like, what are the highlights? Tell me what happened. Tell me what happened. Yeah, tell me the stories. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So we just made another positive argument for social media. Everyone download Twitter. And Everyone just tweet your opinions. Just tweet them. All of them. Good, All of them. Bad, I've been tweeting. Controversial. Them. Just blast your opinions onto the internet. Yeah. And then if anyone disagrees, argue with them adamantly. Yeah. Oh, and just gaslight. Yeah. Them. Just absolutely make them feel insane. Go after their like identities. Oh, for sure. Make- like as soon as they challenge your point. Um, and you come back with a straw man argument and like that doesn't work and they're still mad at you and like they haven't blocked you yet, then then for sure just like go to their profile picture and, and just, just make fun of them. like the way their face looks. Yeah. yeah just go the, after way, the, nose. the way God made them. Yeah, for sure. Go into their bio and find where it says R.I.P. Grandma and then <laughs> just start talking about their grandma. Yeah, just start directly just talking about their grandmother. Their recently deceased grandmother. Just mm-hmm. go after them. Yeah. And then get a restraining order. I guess that's how the story ends. <laughs> yeah. And then put your phone down and then walk to the mirror and then just kind of stand there for a second. Yeah. And then think about it. Think about what it is you've done. Yeah. And I, I guess that's how the story ends. Yeah. Hopefully. And ho- hopefully after that, you're like, hmm. Maybe I should probably delete Twitter then. Yeah. It seems like I'm not in kind of the headspace where this would be a responsible thing for me to have. It, it seems like I'm not just getting my NBA news on here. Yeah, I've yeah. 
I'm now manipulating human beings. I'm neck deep in some political circles sort of content and now I'm a part of like a anyway <laughs> any other thoughts about the NCAA <laughs> um, pretty Christian tournament I'll be honest the Talk Lord about, was represented in this tournament Lord represented Mr. Christian's jersey um, that's, that's actually the shirt that Dante wore for the game because he was like I'm not rooting for nobody I hope they both have fun um <laughs> I really wish that were true because I'd be much less sad if I didn't have like emotional stake in one of these teams. Um, I really don't have, I didn't have much emotional stake. I have, I have thought about Baylor going there for grad school. Um, okay. But I That's don't, something. I don't like have a, it's weird. I, I didn't feel anything because it's more like a business. Yeah. Like, it's a like, business oh, relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Handshakes. well, by relationship, I mean like I've had no communication with any of them <laughs> yeah. by any ways. Yeah. I only had, like, emotional stake in um, Gonzaga because I was talking to somebody, and they were like, who do you think is going to win? And I was like, oh, probably Gonzaga. And they were like, you're wrong and you smell bad. It's Baylor. Oh. And so I was like, oh, well, now I'm going to sort of bet my whole home and, like, livelihood on the success of these college gentlemen and their yes. ability to play basketball. Yeah. I will say I did not look up. I haven't watched a Baylor game this tournament, and I didn't look at the roster. And if I saw the size of those men, I yeah. would have switched. They big. Those are those are some muscular dudes. In the words of Mark Vidal um, and Donovan Mitchell, they haven't seen dogs like that. I haven't seen dogs like that. Yeah, they look so big compared to them. And also, um, Baylor has like has like four of the best guards in the country, which is crazy. That's that's almost too many guards. Yes. Almost. Almost. Clearly it's not because they're champions. Clearly it's not. And you know that some of them just sit on the bench. Some of them do just sit on the bench. At least one of them. I think three of them start. But um, i trying to think of all their names. Nah, that's probably not even worth it. I saw when the game tipped off, the ball found its way to Davion Mitchell. And I saw Davion Mitchell, and I was like, that dude is – immense like i remember seeing the gonzaga yeah. team and i was like okay this is a pretty like decent team pretty varied <laughs> they can handle they can and have handled everybody they've come up against so far so i was like yeah you know maybe, maybe <laughs> it's, on can, it's on the top <laughs> hey guys um honestly i feel like this is kind of fun just to make you guys aware of this uh, me and Dante share a Google Doc for cold takes, and I put in there, can you turn off the fan, Dash <laughs> Riley? And Dante has been trying to turn it off since we started laughing about 40 seconds ago. <laughs> but it's off it now. I could not figure it out. Um, Kind geez. of a weird fan. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, fan. We were making fun of fans in the last podcast. Were we? We were. Making we were fun making of Tim fun of fans. fans. Yeah, Tim, Tim was fans, and we were making fun of Tim, and so we're making fun of fans. Hey, Tim. Hey, Tim. Um, whoa. Like on the cheek. I don't think I'll say nothing. Um, <laughs> Baylor has a lot of <laughs> strong dudes. Rumor has it they Big left with the football men. team. They, yeah. That's what, that's, that's what the rumor has. Yeah, and their football team ain't bad. Football team's considerable. And their football players, they're big. That's what, that's what rumor has it. 
that concludes my thoughts on the NCAA tournament. You have any? Um, I'd have one more thought. It is a picture that I posted on the Cold Takes Instagram. Um, that was of Baylor guard number thirty one. Thirty one. Thirty one. Yes, I forget his name. His hair's a little red. Um. Oh, and his name I found it is Masio Teague. Um, Teague was hooping. Hooping. First of all, hooping. But that picture that I posted of him sitting on the bleachers reading a book <laughs> with his legs crossed—that just looks sweet. Like, oh, that's a man that you could approach. Yeah. Um, and not like looks like something. Not a guy who would drop whatever many points he dropped, which were many, um, which were in many. a NCAA basketball championship game. Um, unassuming book, that picture is. Yes, unassuming, for sure. Imagine just like seeing like, oh, look at that that guy reading that up there. Gentleman. That thoughtful gentleman yeah. attending university. Um, like he's not going to drop twenty in my face tonight, and then he and does. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Uh, also, that book <clears throat> is on um, getting in the mind of a tennis player, like the tennis mindset. So, huh. Huh. not only is he a great basketball player, he's a curious man, and he's a into tennis. Tennis enthusiast. What a, what a renaissance man. Yeah. I became fans of a lot of college basketball players this March, April. And that makes sense. Shout out to Bones. You don't remember Bones, do you? No. There was a college basketball player who played for a school... That I don't remember. It was one of the sort of lesser named or lesser known schools. Um, his nickname was Bones Highland. His name is Bones Highland. He played for oh. VCU. Incredible nickname. Bones. That's where the um, sentiment of shout out to Bones. I didn't mean the sort of body content. Oh, bones. yeah. I mean, that's like, what that's when I hear Bones, I normally think, oh, like, like my arm. Oh, my like my arm bones, okay. my my three or two arm bones. You mean the like the the sleuth of arm bones? Yeah, my sleuth of arm bones. <laughs> okay. And when I shatter it, it's like a, it is seriously a sleuth. But I haven't shattered it. I haven't broken a bone. That's a knock on the wood. Congratulations! Well done. Thank you. Well done. Good well and faithful done. servant. Good and calcium enriched servant. servant. If God calls me that. <laughs> How good would that be? The bad news is, this is pretty personal. Haven't been drinking milk. Dude. Because tummy. Oh, no. Um, maybe you're not so calcium enriched. Well, not anymore, but I did drink a lot of milk as a kid, so maybe it like it's like an investment, like it stays in there. Um, <laughs> Interest. And you can apply any logic to the human body if you want to. If That's what doctors say. That might be true, but like, if not, what is God going to call you? What do you mean? If you're not like calcium enriched, what kind of servant like are you? Oh, you know what I mean. Like, what is the um? Like, what else have I done besides calcium enrichment? (laughs) Not so much. What else have you done? More so, like, what else like are you? What else is there to like you as a person? Um, I eat, I eat bananas when I can. Okay, potassium. Potassium okay. enriched. Okay, and that's and that is also a nutrient. Moderately so potassium enriched. Okay, 
And that's probably that's good enough. Yeah. Yeah. That's what God's looking for. Good. <laughs> good enough. People who eat some bananas sometimes. Some bananas sometimes and used to drink milk <laughs> the on a regular of basis. Kingdom of heaven. Does, some bananas sometimes. Does nut milk give you cal- calcium? I couldn't tell you. I oh. genuinely couldn't. Does it give you anything really? Got to be some um, vitamins. Got to be some minerals. Besides a lie, I kept seeing a bunch <laughs> of those billboards around Atlanta that says that say I, I've, is not I've heard of them, but I finally saw one going home for Easter. That in the way it's lined up, of like nut and not are on top of each other, and the milks are on top of each other. Where I was like nut milk, not milk, and I saw the is, and I was still kind of like. What am I reading here? It does take a second. And I had heard of it before. So it was like my second contact with the material, but it was still like mind blowing. It's a revelation for sure. I think that's kind of the point. I think that 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 billboard is there so that you drive by it and you see it and you have to like think. You have to, it, it makes you like nut milk is not milk, but like, is it? But like, is it? And then you realize like no udders on a peanut. No udders on. <laughs> Are udders the qualification for milk? Ain't no udders on a cashew. Ain't no so. udders on a cashew. Or peas. You know, they're trying to make pea milk. Pea milk. Pea milk. Listen, nut milk, an issue. Pea milk. A crime. A war crime. <laughs> the UN will hear about this. This Easily. isn't a secret you can just hide. We're going to get the, the troops with the blue hats to come in. Y'all are going to get blue hatted. Y'all can get blue hatted. That is not even like a threat, though. <laughs> For some reason, nothing has sounded less threatening. Somebody get his blue hat. He can come in and just be stomping on peas, peas and nuts. Okay, wait. Hey, hey, nut farmer. <laughs> Beat him up, pea farmer. If the blue hats show up to a pea farm, yeah, start stomping on some peas. Sure, naturally. Are they inadvertently producing pea milk? <gasps> Is this the plot? That's a conspiracy. Is this the... <laughs> are pea farmers trying to trick the UN into doing their work for them? Stop! Is this a conspiracy? Dude, we might have come out of something. If if you guys don't hear another podcast from us... If this podcast suddenly cuts off, like, you know what happened. We figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> we figured it out. Since we were talking about Baylor basketball, we learned that pea farmers are trying to trick UN soldiers into doing their producing their milking milk. for them into doing their milking well, for them I mean milk farmers wouldn't call it milking they'd probably call it um what you got what you got <laughs> <laughs> yeah like go for it <laughs> like wetting the peas like making the peas into liquid Liquid, liquidifying. Liquefying? Li- <laughs> wetting the peas? They're trying to get the UN to do their wetting for them. <laughs> and when you think about it, who has time to wetten anymore? Who has time to wetten these days? Who's got the time? Especially if you're a pea, a farmer, pea farmer. Which it's your job. <laughs> There's so many other things. But he's got to grow the peas too. He's got to grow the peas. Whatever gotta- cattle produces peas. <laughs> What if that's how this process worked? What if that... <laughs> they get peas from an animal? Like he goes to milk a pig and instead of milk it's peas. No, no. And then you got to moisten the pigs? peas. 
Do pigs make milk? Every mammal makes milk. That's part of what a mammal is. That's how mammals are. Did you not know this about mammals? Oh. What is happening? But you wouldn't drink pee. You wouldn't drink. Uh oh. You wouldn't drink. (laughs) You wouldn't drink pig milk. I mean, if if you were gonna get, if you were just, just thirsty for some milk, and you walked into the calf, and they were like, "No, sorry, our milk machine's down," but we did. We get have this, this pig, pig though. <laughs> we do have a pig on the counter. If you would like some milk, no, I just mean like go to town. Post pasture, rise mint. <laughs> They're like, here's Dante. Here's a here's a cold. You like your milk cold or warm? I'm 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 not a milk guy. So yeah, you tell me. Well, I'm not a milk guy. I'm intolerant. <laughs> so what are we doing here? When you think about it, um, I would not drink pig milk, but I also wouldn't drink nut milk, and that's a thing. And I also okay. wouldn't drink pea milk, and that's a thing. Okay. So I feel like something that I wouldn't consume isn't like a good qualification for like whether or not it does or should exist. Yeah, no, you're right. And way to be objective about the situation. I I try. Well, anyways, back to basketball. Back to yeah, back to basketball. Um, so I was listening to a podcast today. Yes, a different podcast, not this one that we're currently recording because that would do something weird to time. I was listening to a podcast, um, Katie and Draymond, or Katie's podcast that Draymond was on. Oh, um, I did not know that was how this was. This was formatted. Yeah, KD is on a podcast called the Etceteras. Yeah, the Etceteras, and today's guest was Draymond Green. It was a really good podcast. Yeah, those guys have some like good takes, some smart. Were takes. they like being funny, just like guys hanging, or were they like we're gonna like we come on here, we come on here to like you know say things? A little bit of both. Okay. Like they were hanging out and they were like just guys talking, but then they were like you know. We don't really get a chance as NBA players to say what we think. We just kind of have to say what we have to say about our team. So here's a chance to, like, be for real about some stuff. Yeah. One of the things that they were for real about was... Refs. No, go on. One of the things that they were for real about is water just glacier milk. Hold up. I am also still misunderstanding. <laughs> this, this isn't about the podcast. I just I just saw you drinking some water. What? You just said that like, mid-sentence? I, I said that mid-sentence. The way you said it, you realized that it worked correctly into the sentence you were saying, right? <laughs> no, it didn't. That's Don't quote Draymond or KD in wondering whether or not water is glacier milk. Um, one of the things that they were talking about was... The moment during the 2016, 2017 season where Draymond and KD yelled at each other when they were both on the Warriors. Mm, mean. From Draymond's perspective, here's what happened. Um, time was running down. They were down by two, I think. Draymond grabs a rebound. They got to stop. He grabs a rebound and he thinks, I'm going to bring this down the floor. I'm going to pitch it back to KD. KD's going to catch the ball. He's going to shoot the ball. He's going to make the shot. We're going to win the game. We're going to go home. So Draymond's like, all right, bet. Grabs the ball, brings it up, and then turns around to pitch the ball 
and Kevin Durant is just not there. Mm. And he's like, what is going on? He's looking around for Kevin Durant, dribbles the ball off of his foot, ball goes out of bounds, embarrassing, Warriors lose. Yeah. Kevin Durant's perspective is they just get a stop. And so he thinks, I'm going to get this off the rim. I'm going to dribble it down. As soon as I cross half court, I'm pulling up. I'm making the shot, and we're going home. Ball comes off the rim. KD goes for the rebound. Draymond jumps in and takes the rebound. And KD's like, whoa, okay. And so he's clapping for the ball. He's like, all right, let me get it. Ball, ball. Draymond ignores him and goes up the court. And at that point, Kevin Durant thinks, I cannot believe I'm not holding the ball right now. Sure. He's like frozen in the backcourt thinking, like, I should be the ball. I should have the, like, I, yeah. like I don't have the ball. And rock it's me. weird that I don't have the, like, I should have the ball. Sure. And so since he's thinking about that and not basketball, Draymond Green turns around, Kevin Durant's nowhere to be found, dribbles a ball off of his foot, goes out of bounds. But, yeah. And so they get into it in a huddle. Kevin Durant is like, you need to give me the, I'm Kevin Durant. Yeah. You need to give me the ball. And Draymond was like, I was going to, but you didn't come up the court for offense. And they just get into it and... Which is a good argument. Like. Which, yeah, honestly, Draymond's, not to pick sides, but Draymond's right. Yeah, um, not to pick sides. Not to pick sides. DeMarcus Cousins separates them, and then a couple of days later, Steve Kerr and whoever is the GM or owner of the Warriors, don't remember who, Bob Myers? Don't remember who. Bob Myers, president. Wait, I think that is actually right, because I remember there was NBA exec named after our president of the school. Oh, yes. Okay, I was like. Bob Myers. Anyway, um, they call Draymond into the office and they're like, "Hey, listen, you can't, you can't do that. Like, you crossed the line. You did too much. You went over the." And Draymond was like, "I was, I was going to go play some offense. Like, I was going to go play some offensive basketball. You know how basketball there's defense and then there's offense. I was going to go do the offense part. Yeah. And then I turned around and Kevin wasn't there for the offense part." Yeah, my teammate. My teammate, Kevin Durant, who was playing offense with me at the time, wasn't there for the for the part that was the offense. And and then I dribbled it off of my foot and it went out of bounds because I was confused because Kevin wasn't there for offense. Yeah. And they were like, why don't you sleep on it and then come back tomorrow and we'll talk. And he's like, I, sleep on what, on what? I was doing the offense part. Yeah. Anyway, they're cool now. They talked about it. They had different ideas of how that play would go. They there's no more beef. They're this they're fine. Interesting. So that's the story of Kevin Durant and Draymond Green. They lost the series on that. They, I think it was a regular season game, and then for the oh. rest of the regular season, there were the stories like, "Ooh, are Draymond and Kevin Durant enemies? Are they like? Oh, is this splitsville for the Warriors? Yeah. And Kevin Durant and Draymond both agreed at that point that they were like. No, we just had a disagreement about how the play would go. Yeah, like coworkers. Like you know how you don't agree with everybody all the time. It was really? that. Um, or I guess you shouldn't agree with everybody all the time. Maybe diversity of thought. Diversity of thought's probably good. Um, some would say. Some would say. Could be a like a mental health type thing. Anyway, that was like that part of the podcast. Yeah. Another thing they talked about, and this is something I want to get your thoughts on. Ooh. They talked about like new young players and how um they're not competitive. 
that talked about how like Interesting. when they are in games, they're talking trash, they're talking mess. After the games, if you're friends with somebody, like okay, like high five, hug it out, whatever. But while like the game is going on, enemies, dogs, you're going at them, trying to beat them, trying mm-hmm. to like yes harm their sense of confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, but the new players, these young guys, are coming into the game and they're like buddy, buddy. You know, how you doing, Draymond? How you doing, KD? You know, good to meet you. Good to see you. Like, how's the family? In yeah. game. Mm-hmm. I think this is crazy. I miss the NBA where oh. guys hated each other, where there would be like a fight a month at least. Yeah. I miss that. I miss seeing technical fouls and dudes get ejected. I miss when, like, as a fan of a team, you could tell your boss, like, hey, I need this night off. Because we're playing these guys. And your boss, as a fan of a team, would be like, yeah. Yeah, you do need that night off. Here you go. Yeah. I miss when, like, hating another team was, like... Part of your job. Part of your job as a fan. Yeah. I kind of... I wanted some of that with the Grizzlies as a, as a Hawks fan. Because earlier mm. in the year, the Grizzlies we and did. the Hawks, they had some, like, some spats. Yeah. Also, um, Grayson Allen is the worst, and he looks like every white boy. All of them. All of them. Just even all of them. even me and Tim. Yeah. And it's not even a thing against you or Tim. It's no, more but a it's thing like, against Grayson Allen. It's like Grayson Allen is the... <clears throat> the default? Or like the common denominator of white, <laughs> of white boy. He is the common thread. Um, I've never seen a white person who didn't look a little bit like Grayson Allen. <laughs> not wait once. that is that is really good <laughs> he is just shared yeah he's like Grayson Allen gene if all white people were like a Venn diagram he would be the middle he just looks like all the very middle the exact center huh I wonder if that's if there's a name for that the middle oh yeah it's called the center actually <laughs> um, um yeah so what do you think do you think players are too soft do you think we need to hate each other more um okay listen High school. This is how sports. This is how sports are have been for me. Okay, and I'm not. I'm gonna spend just a little bit of time on this. Don't worry. I'm not. I'm not gonna do that. Um, I was every game that I showed up to. I was so angry because I was a high school boy, right? And I was just mad, angst. angst. Um, every single game of every single team sport that I was in, I got into some kind of scuffle or fight. Um. Did it mean anything? No. Were any of the fights real? Uh, no. Um, but like, you know, something where like, ugh, like I'm mad, man. Um, and then now the level that I play sports at is um, fun, almost exclusively. So when, when things get chippy, it's almost kind of like embarrassing to the other person who's getting chippy or embarrassing to me for getting chippy. So... When I'm talking about this, just know the context of like now I kind of think it's almost like a little childish when people do it with me, you know? But when I think of professional athletes, I still kind of hold them to a bit of a standard of like that's kind of embarrassing that he just like like pushed him because because what? Um so all that to say basically I I do like the young players and that they're kind of friends with each other. I what I don't like is when it's not competitive. Yeah. And it's like cuz that's this that's when we are they are being they are less good at basketball because they're not pushing. Like they're, they're not, not trying to be. Yeah. yeah. Like the point of competing is to say like hello, we're playing each other. 
I'm better than you, and I'm going to show you that. Every single play of this game, and at the end, the score will, you will be less than I will. I will be more. I win. When you start to just kind of, I mean, like, these guys are getting paid millions of dollars, so obviously they know that their job is to win and not just to have fun. Right. But sometimes it almost does feel a little bit like that. Um, and I, do, I don't think there's anyone out there just, like, trying, not trying to win in the NBA. But I do think sometimes it's maybe not like, oh, this is just a game. When, like, you know, I would like to see John Collins just absolutely body somebody on the Grizzlies. And then I would like to be like, yeah, take that Grizzlies. We hate you. So it's like a weird carnal nature thing, and then it's also mm-hmm. like a, um, like, oh, is it is it is it good, is it good for me? <laughs> but I like it. <laughs> what do you think, Dante? Also, there's you do hold a little bit, and Colson holds us too, a little bit of like romanticization of the '90s. But basketball was like that in the early 2000s, and I remember it watching was. it, yeah, and no, it, was it was crazy. Agreed. But I, I do think that like. Actually, but I, I don't think in this scenario that the romanticization like comes into play really because it was bad. Lamar Odom punched a fan. Lamar Odom? Ron Artest. Ron Artest. Ron Artest. Get them like. confused, Mad World Peace. Um, and he walked into the locker room and Stephen Jackson, <laughs> and he said to Stephen Jackson, you think we're going to get in trouble? <laughs> <laughs> and he punched a fan. Um, so I have a theory about sports as a whole. And a, okay. It might be a little bit reductionistic, but it's like a general sort of theme rather than a rule. I think why guys and women, but particularly men, love sports so much is because in part there has been social pressures to be emotionally subdued or not emotionally expressive as like what it means to be a man, as like part of the be a man kind of toxic masculinity situation. Yeah. And I think that those pressures have kind of forced a lot of buried emotion. And I think that that emotion often, I think that sports is an arena where that emotion is sort of allowed. Yeah. Where we kind of let ourselves Wait, yeah, just yeah. be really angry about something that doesn't matter very much. Uh-huh. And so it's not that like, you were, it's not like I'm, I'm mad at you because you played really good defense. It's more like the social construct of who I'm supposed to be is not compatible with who I am. And here's a reason for me to be upset about it. Yeah. Or here's an, like an escape valve. Yes. Um, but is, is it healthy? No, no. Okay. It is not healthy. Okay. It is definitely not healthy. Um, I think it might be almost necessary as long as that sort of expectation exists that's what i that's how i've because i've kind of struggled with this a little bit right but it is there is something that feels great about it yeah and almost like healthy but it's just there's something nice about belonging (laughs) this is gonna seem this is gonna sound deeply tribalistic and like Uh oh (laughs) this is gonna sound deeply tribalistic and like primal human like sort of neanderthal-y so maybe I won't say it. No, no, go on. <laughs> um, there just there is something, and I'm wrong. I'd like to acknowledge that up front. <laughs> kind of nice about belonging to a group of people that just like hates another group of people in a manner that doesn't matter. In yes. a manner that's like not important. It like goes away. It doesn't mean anything. It's not worth 
violence. It's not worth the destruction of relationship. Yes. But it's really like to be a fan of one team and to see that team over there and to be able to be like, we hate them. Yeah. You don't. You don't because sports don't. doesn't matter. Yeah. But there's something like bonding to walk into a space and see there someone is. like, oh, I hate this team. And you can be like, yeah. 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 They're the worst. And here's the thing. First of all, <clears throat> nationalism. Um, yeah, there are applications of this that are awful. That are bad because are here's the, the thing is, and me and Dante are naturally just going to get to a more to just take we're going to take this higher than sports always but the, like we practice that in sports things in like TFC we don't like Bob Jones right we don't and we have the reasons we have for not liking Bob Jones are not just sports reasons we like institutionally do not think that they are good for people um so maybe it's a little different but Falcons Saints Falcons Saints like is there anything wrong with the Saints or their fans no it took. It was hard for me to say no. It was hard That's for why me I didn't say it also. out loud. <laughs> but like objectively, is there something wrong with them? There's not. no. There's nothing about their character is influenced by their saints. Right. And from, even that is almost a little hard to say. <laughs> that tells you how long I've been in, from a human perspective. Is there anything wrong with the saints? No. There's not. They're just a football team. From a Falcons perspective. Is there anything wrong with the Saints? Yeah, absolutely. Yes, they're deeply troubled people for enjoying that team. The Aints, the Aints, if you and will. they're called the Aints because they're not sort of worth anything as a team. Yeah, worth a dollar. They're worth just about nothing as a team or like as an institution or organization. Worth less than nut milk. I would rather drink a glass of pea milk. Whoa. Than say something. Net positive about the Saints organization, but here we are. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it do, it does get it gets a little weird, um, and I think when we're, I don't know, it's tough, man. Because as a fan thing, it's different because it does get into that weird tribalistic and it's like imagined community, which is a whole nationalism thing of like we don't. Act, I don't actually belong to the Falcon community. I don't actually know more than like ten Falcon fans. In my life. There's not really a Falcon. The Falcons community is imaginary. Yes. Like it's not a real culture. It's not a real yeah. collective. We're just people who like this team that calls themselves birds. Yeah. And even like to take that up to the next scale and then to the next scale of like nation and then to like ethnicity and then to culture and right. skin color. <laughs> That's where we get into all of these like. What is Issues. hold up? Yeah. This is just like how we treat the sports, but these are the real people. But these now. are the real people. And Wait. <laughs> I think in sports it's one thing because the whistle blows and the sport is done and yeah. you go home. Mm-hmm. And it should end there. It should end there. And you should, if you're in the stands, be like, okay. Okay. Like this, this is Saints fan next to me. Hey, have have a good drive home. Be safe. Don't hurt yourself. Be safe. I'll never see you again, human, but I cherish your value as a person. With sports, their sort of implementation, the way that they kind of are, it ends. It the, stops. There's a, yeah, there's actually a finale. The game ends. The Unless there's like ends. voter fraud. Oh. The game ends. <laughs> the season ends. And for a healthy person, the animosity ends. Yes, should. 
there might be some like light banter, like, oh, we'll see you in a couple weeks. Like, oh, yeah. okay, bring your A game, whatever. But like, there's no actual like hate, like hatred. Mm-hmm. There's no violence. And any talk like that should be nothing more than like a gateway to more conversation that is meaningful. Yeah. <laughs> that For- should never be at uh, like the point of, it can be the point of entry, but it should not be. It's weird if that's like the only conversation you have with somebody is like, I hate your team. Yeah, that should be the beginning of a relationship. Yeah. Not, not just, I hate your team. Every, yeah. Every like a fun, oh, this is a fun way to be, start being friends. Friends, yeah. Like a little banter. Yeah. Which when I it, think is fun and like, it can be healthy. If you can agreed. draw the boundary of like, oh, hey, this is a sports game where these guys or gals go out and they play a sport against each other. And then they're done. And then they're done and it ends. Yeah. Yeah. And it's as fickle as a thing could be. And, I mean, we have engaged in this. Oh, yeah. Every time the Celtics play the Thunder, there's Who? some... The, the, um, the Beantown boys. No, who's the other team? The Oklahoma City Thunder. Huh. Is that G League team? or? Um, no, actually. That's oh. sort of... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, um, Katie used to play for them. Thunderstruck. 34 sort of draft picks in the Yeah, next. I know them from Thunderstruck. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. I know them from um, trying to actively be bad and only being like four games back from the Celtics record. So um, every time we talk about things like this, there's some light banter. There's some talk, but like it ends. Yeah. And like Tim, this is a lot of our interactions with Tim. Yeah. He's a Packers fan for whatever reason. And we talk about it. We laugh about it. We banter. Your team's better than our team. Um, we don't want to talk about it. Yeah. And let's just let us make fun of you, please. <laughs> yeah, let's just be polite. And that's where it ends. When it becomes something serious, when tribal when tribalism is applied to something that means something, it becomes dangerous. Yes. But now back to the point of the players. Entertainment wise, yes. It is more fun when they hate each other. I think so too. And who are we to say they shouldn't? Although we just did. <laughs> but even even the players, like, have you have to know. The game ends, and that's the thing is, like, even, and I don't know about mid-90s, early 2000s, but, like, Katie and Draymond, apparently, it sounds like we're saying on the podcast, like, I'm going to show you how much better I am than you and how bad right. you really are compared to me. Right. Um, but then the game will end, and we'll realize that, like, oh, that's the game. That's is like be better than the other person. And that was an important word you just said that you just used the the game. Game. Yeah, it G-A- is a game. We spell that G A M E. Yeah. It is something game. to be played. Mm-hmm. You know how like how children play. They do, yeah. Because it's a it's a game. Mm-hmm. Like Almost ring around the rosy. A small little I guess that's not really a game now that I think about it. It's more of an activity, I guess. <laughs> ashes ashes. It's a small little tiny little for fun and nothing else. Yeah. Game. Oh, and also for billions of dollars. Entertainment, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. And exploitation of amateur athletes. <laughs> um anyway, we got two more points to touch on. If you want to. Oh, yeah. We'll hit them real quick. Um why don't, why don't we pick one of these points? Why don't we talk about the jerseys and then save the next point for the next pod? That sounds great. Sweet. The WNBA, and let me reiterate, 
great league, great product, great basketball. There's a stigma, and it's dumb. There's a stigma, and it's dumb. And guess what, guys and gals? Basketball in the summer. Basketball, basketball in, in the, the summer. summer. In warm months. What it's, else is happening in the summer? You tell else? me. You want to watch baseball? And that's okay if you're into baseball. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. But every once in a while, a little basketball is good for the soul. It's so good for the soul. And you know what, what else makes is good basketball? For the soul? Yeah, you go. I feel like we're on the same thing. What makes basketball better, Dante? When they're wearing dope jerseys, jerseys, just threads. Unbelievable. Let me. T- oh, the WNBA for the 25th anniversary released today a new kit for all the WNBA teams. Um, it involves a home jersey, an away jersey, and an alternate. Let me let me let me start with let me start with this. These alternates. There is not a miss among them. None. Not one miss. You know how sometimes a team like drops a kit, a, a New Jersey set, I now call them kits regardless of sport, because I think that's cool. Soccer, cool thing they say. Cool thing soccer says. Boots. Is that also a cool thing soccer says? They call cleats boots. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. So they okay. call shoes boots, boots, but here they mean like, you know, like heavy, boots. heavy like, yeah. shoes. Um, yeah, sometimes a team will release some jerseys. And you're like, okay, these two are cool. I don't really feel this one. If someone offered to like give me any one of these jerseys, any, like literally any, I would, I would agree with considerable excitement because all of these jerseys are so good, and dare I say, worthy of the sport, worthy of the sport. And I texted Dante something earlier today. Um, the WNBA is at this point where. Women's basketball is like about to blow up. Like everyone just kind of knows that. And it's like, okay, here's the league that is less than 30 years old, I think, or close to. Um, It doesn't have like any teams with like a crazy, as far as I know, and I'm like less than a year into WNBA, but like no teams with like a crazy reputation and like, you don't have brands that are built like the Celtics and Lakers and stuff where it's just like those are the rocks yeah. of, or like the Yankees or yeah. Packers or stuff. Um, but it is at the perfect place where Nike can do this and just say, hey, WNBA, what if we used – what if you let us do our creative power thing that we've been wanting to do for these big leagues but no one wants us to do because they have their weird little tradition things? And they're afraid to mess it up. And they're afraid to mess it up. What if you just let us um, make you amazing uniforms? And WNBA teams were like, yeah, sure, sounds good. Amazing uniforms sound great. Yeah, they actually sound great. And then the Nike just did the thing. Um, and did they? And did they. My yes, gosh. they did. Do you have a jersey you'd like to touch on specifically? Um, okay. Oh, that's so hard. Um, you can do a couple. Okay. Any followers of the pod? Maybe I've brought this up before or any friends of mine. You know, my favorite color is orange. Um, the Connecticut sun released two jerseys, one of them being super orange and having really cool, um, like tribal things around the arms and the neck. And then they have, um, the other one they're called the original one is called the Explorer Edition. The other one's called the Rebel Edition. Um, 
and it says Kisusk on it. And Kisusk is the Mohegan word for sun, and the Mohegan, Native Americans, um, tribe was the ones in Connecticut. And first of all, the reason I like the orange one was because it's orange. But then I learned that they made it cool and native to the land. And that's really dope. And they have tribal, like, it's like real tribal stuff that actually means things, tangible things, on the jersey. Um, And I am a sucker for a history jersey. Oh, my Lord. Oh, yeah, right up your alley. That is like, that is my Venn diagram. Right up your alley. Yeah, that's... Something historically accurate and truthful to the land and um, dope jersey. That is so Riley. And dare I bring in the third bubble into my Venn diagram? Oh, go for it. Orange. Orange. That's a beautifully put, first of all. Thank you. Beautiful jersey, second of all. Beautiful jersey. The orange ones stand out. The armholes, neck holes, I think it's just the arms. Beautiful. Beautiful. What they they really split sort of the middle and played to my taste in terms of making a jersey that was interesting, but also simple. Yeah. Like they didn't do too much, but they did enough to make it interesting interesting and i'll pick a second jersey just really quick Go for it, it is the rebel edition for the atlanta dream because this is atl on it and if you want an atlanta boy to dry to buy a jersey make it black and blue and have cool things on oh my gosh can we talk about oh what's it called i forget it now panels the panels oh, you got to do the panels right make it black blue and put some Really cool gradient Gradients? panels on it. Oh, dude! You're speaking to the you're speaking to Atlanta natives. Um, I honestly might buy that jersey. The stimmy is looking a little bit slimmer. The stimmy is looking because slim. these jerseys are a Colin. You know, Sleepy Joe wants us to spend it on that. He wouldn't have given it to us right before these jerseys dropped if he didn't. <gasps> conspiracy. Absolutely. That's two. That's two. That's two conspiracy. They're gonna find us. Um, you beat me to it. These Atlanta Rebel jerseys are perfect, picturesque. They're not, again, not doing too much, but they're not the kind of jersey where if you change the word on it, it can be like just anything. Mm -hmm. The ATL is bold. They're in a bright blue. It's contrasted against a darker blue, blue gray background. Gradient panels. That was beautiful, Dante. These the way you just described those jerseys. <laughs> it was like I was reading an F. Scott Fitzgerald book. Thank you. You're welcome. These jerseys are beautiful. They are. They deserve nothing less. I would like to point out, for one of my favorites, um, the Rebel jerseys for the New York Liberty. Oh. Uh, my goodness. Yes. A beautiful light mint blue minty on a black panel background with gold accents, equality in an arch with a little torch for the eye. The numbers in a really interesting, sort of reminiscent of Atlanta's jerseys last year, kind of block mm, style. Yeah. They're clean, they're simple, they're bold they say equality i i'll tell you now i will be purchasing this jersey really this is a piece of clothing that i will one day own my own version of um here's gonna be our issue with the WNBA and these jerseys 
is that um, it's going to be hard to dislike teams. Yeah, it's going to be so, really, really tough. Like watching games will just be like, oh, I'm glad they're having fun. Both my teams here. We love all these teams. Yeah. And all of One of them is going to win. One of them is going to win. And one I'm going to be happy t- about that one. Right. That'll be the team I tweet about tonight. It's going to be one of our 12 favorite teams that wins. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Which is all. Which is all one out of the 12. Um, already I have Seattle Storm, Atlanta Dream, and now I guess Connecticut Sun to a degree. I don't know anyone on the Connecticut Sun. I just know Orange and Key Susk. Yeah. Oh, the Key Susks are so... Even if visually they're not the best jerseys, and I will say visually they're not the greatest jerseys, the fact that they like say the word sun in a language that is a nod and appreciative like element to the native population, mm-hmm. beautiful. Yes, sweet. How big, how huge, how kind, how respectful and acknowledging of the history. That's what that's what it should be. That's what it should be like. Um Last jersey I want to touch on, and this is hard because there are so many jerseys that deserve to be touched on. The Washington Mystics Rise jerseys. Making sure sure we're going to get that one in. Oh, we have to get these in. A navy blue jersey with a... The most beautiful, like, coral. Like, it's it's not necessarily coral. Maybe it's peachy or... I think it's... Whatever color it is, it's probably my favorite color. It's beautiful. The way it's presented is like it is just the spotlight color of this whole presentation. Just Nike gorgeous. Made. Navy blue jersey with a pink coral sort of panel rising along the right side. Rise. Rising. Rise. Wow. Um, shooting over to the other side of the jersey across the chest and up the left shoulder, it says rise in bold navy blue colors, the same as the backdrop. And following the pattern of the panel are is a white stripe with yeah words upon them no wait here's the best part do you know the words i do know the words what are the words oh i don't even know the words i'm so happy i get to do this oh shoot the words are the 19th amendment the amendment that gave women um enfranchisement the right to vote this is a suffrage jersey this is a suffrage jersey Dope. Oh my god. And they're Washington. Washington, DC, Washington. So rise, you know, kind of means something. Okay, if you're listening to this podcast, I have a favor. I need everybody who's hearing this to make a huge deal about these jerseys. <laughs> because whoever designed these jerseys, first of all, needs a raise. And second of all, needs to work with every other sports yes. sort of situation. Yes, league. please. Ev- anywhere, everywhere. These jerseys are First of all, beautiful. Yes. Visually like appealing. Color schemes. Color schemes. Just incredible the Go way that more. these colors pair with each other. And second of all, are important, socially important. They are impactful to the way that we live. And they're examples for the way that we should live. In some aspects. I wasn't questioning you. I think okay. you were on a great run. Okay. You were you were giving me a look and I thought I was. I was giving you a look as like, well, it's kinda cool what I'm witnessing right now. Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah. Like a sweet friend thing. These jerseys are Say endorsing it. equality. These jerseys are endorsing learning about local populations and the history that of the places you live in. These jerseys are endorsing celebrating suffrage and voting rights for women and for everyone. These jerseys are very good-looking pieces of clothing. 
Make a big deal. Blow some stimmy on these jerseys. Blow some stimmy. They're not out yet. I did check today. Dang. Uh, but they'll probably be out soon. When they drop, just drop some stimmy. Bye. Drop some stimmy on them. Um, man. Yeah, there's, there's, a, there's so many good ones. So um, many. And you know what? Anyone could have a Wizards jersey. Any, any old person could have a Gilbert Arenas or a John Wall or a Bradley Beal. Any regular person can have that. Joe Schmo. Joe Schmo could have... Any Sleepy Joe. Any single one of them. You know what's fresh? You know what's exciting and new? Dante, what's fresh? What's exciting and new? The Washington Mystics. Yeah. You think just anyone up. could have a Mystics jersey? No. Not hey. just anyone could pull that off. The WNBA is not paying us for this, but maybe they should. Because this is a should. great commercial. Um, okay, this is the last uniform I'll bring up. Come on. It's a... Uh, it, 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 I don't know how I feel about it. Actually, this is maybe the one that I don't like. It is the Indiana Fever Stranger Things jersey. Um, I just think it's a little cheesy. Um, but it is. it does look cool, and it is very Stranger Things. Um, and, I don't know, maybe I have a little bit of resentment, because Stranger Things was filmed like almost in its entirety like 20 minutes from Conyers where I grew up. So it's kind of like, you know, Indiana. Indiana, my butt. More like Conyers. Yeah, more, more like, like the Conyers fever. More like the Conyers area. Um, um, but I, I, you know. I hear you. I but hear you. I, just, I just feel like some of these were really good and like, oh, the actual city where this is located, history. And this yeah. was like, ah, they made a TV made show about it. us. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. And it was good. And I like the TV show. Yeah, good show. Mm. Um, I like to think of these things in three levels. Bad jerseys, good jerseys, and great jerseys. Oh. Nuance. I think the WNBA dropped some great jerseys today. They did drop some great jerseys. I think this Indiana Fever might be a good one. Okay. First of all, we got to see him on the floor. We That's made the same true. mistakes with the Falcons gradient jerseys. Oh, we Writing sure them off did. and then on the field. We were like, meh, I guess so. Not, it works. Not so bad, yeah. On the green. Um. Compared to what other sort of franchises did with their alternates in terms of social impact, these are about Stranger Things. These are about Stranger Things. I will say in a vacuum, colors look great. Um, font looks cool. Yeah. Red on red, splatters. Cool stuff. Cool stuff all around. Looks yeah. good. Word. 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 Um, Go check out this article. Um, oh, yeah. I recommend, this is the article Dante sent me, and it's great. Um, go to news.nike.com, or you can just, like, Google WNBA New Jerseys, but go to the news.nike website um, to look at them because the way they present them, like, with the backdrops, is just beautiful. Um, and some of the other pictures I've seen, like, they look cool, but um, they look cool when they're, like, almost in a vacuum, basically. Um, but, Yeah. Cool. Cool. That's a pod. This has been Cold Takes. This has been Cold Takes number nine. Next week will be Cold Takes finale for the semester. For the semester. Big deal. Tune in. Big deal. Tune in. We've got nothing planned yet. But sometimes we do plan that. And it's not like we have the last week of classes to compete with. Nothing like that. Mm-hmm. We have all the time and attention in the world to give to this basketball podcast. Yes. As you can tell prepared okay okay all right all right nut milk